Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com, and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. It's Thursday the 15th of September 2016, and here in the UK, it is another beautiful day. Really warm and sunny. I think we're going to hit the autumn or maybe the fall over the next couple of weeks or so. But we're enjoying it while we can. It's uh, it's really warm and sunny, and uh, I'm loving it. Uh, I didn't just jump on here, though, to, to give you a weather report. I was thinking this morning about a story that my friend Tony, Tony Rush, told me. And it's something that happened to him in the early days of his career of moving away from the corporate life. As you know, I decided myself to move away from corporate life back in 2010. The date I took that decision is written written large upon my heart. It was Thursday, August 12th, 2010. And that was the day that I turned to Carol, high on an Umbrian hillside in the the centre of Italy, and said, when's my time? (laughs) I, I said rather more than that. But that was the uh, the birth of this. But this story is Tony's and Tony's alone, therefore I must give him credit for it. And it was in the early days, and forgive me if I've told you this before, because it's a story that I love to relate, because like a lot of Tony's stories, I'm quite happy to steal them. <laughs> and if you ever get a chance to hear Tony Rush speak, uh, fill your boots, seriously. But Tony was at the start of his home business career, and he was talking to a guy. Now I'm not. I forgive me. I'm not awfully sure whether it was just a. Uh, I'm saying just a mentor of Tony's. That sounds dismissive. I mean, there's no greater thing that to have than or to be than a mentor. But I'm not sure whether it was just a mentor or whether he was the the upline in his business, in his home business. And uh, he was talking to Tony and saying to Tony, "Well, what is it that you want out of this?" And Tony was quite modestly saying, well, you know, I'm not a greedy man. I I don't want much. I I just want enough to pay my bills every every month so I don't owe anybody any money and and to look after my family. I just want to to do that. I I want money not to be a worry. And I must admit, I felt the same way too. Tony thought that was a fairly modest aspiration and, and the idea of not being greedy was a good one. But the other guy didn't see it that way. I mean, he didn't think it was greedy to want more, for one thing. But what he did is he said to to Tony, I've never heard anything so selfish in all my life. Now, can you imagine the the impact that that had? The guy had asked him what his, his goals were. Tony had given him what he saw as modest goals, but responsible goals. The things that we're all supposed to be, aren't we? But this guy just throws it back at him and says to his face, I've never heard anything so selfish in all my life. Now, naturally, Tony spluttered at that. What, what, what do you mean? I, I wasn't there, so I'm, I'm sort of pretending to be Tony and, uh, and I don't speak with, uh, with Tony's southern drawl either. But he was taken aback. And the guy said, all you want is enough to look after you and yours. That is selfish. You have the talent and the ability to do so much more than that. You have the talent and ability to earn so much money that you could affect the lives of so many people, yet you're not prepared to do that. And with that, the scales fell from Tony's eyes. 
With that, Tony understood that he'd been thinking small instead of thinking big. He'd been just looking at his own problems instead of the problems of others. And I'm not laying all that at Tony's door. I mean, I suffered and to a certain extent still suffer from that. But with that conversation, Tony suddenly realised that, hey, I can do much more than that. So much more than that. And Tony has gone on to be one of the most successful people in home business that I've ever met. He has earned millions. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to be my path. I'm not saying it's going to be your path. But what I am saying is when you are deciding what it is that you want to do, when you're deciding how you want to live your life on purpose, part of that discussion that you're going to have with yourself is, how am I going to earn money to do this? Now, I'm not about to give you the answer to how you're going to earn money to do this, although I may do at some stage, but that's not the purpose of today. But what I'm saying is, don't just limit yourself. Don't just limit yourself to making a list of your bills and making a list of the things that you want to do for yourself. Don't just limit your income goals to that. Decide what it is that you could do to make other people's lives better as well. And maybe people you don't even know yet. Maybe, maybe it's as simple as increasing your charitable giving. When I nearly lost everything a few years ago, one of the toughest things I had to do was to phone the charities that, to which I was subscribing every month and say, look, I'm awfully sorry, but for the time being, at least I hope, I'm going to have stopped making payments. And it was one of the hardest and most humbling days of my life. Because, firstly, I thought I was just going to be able to phone my bank and tell them to stop the payments. But no, it didn't quite work like that. The bank informed me that I had to phone each individual charity and let them know because of the way the payments were set up. Well, I decided I've got to do this. I've got no option. So I, I phoned the charities. And every single charity that I phoned put me through to a specific department that was set up to deal with exactly that issue the stopping of regular payments. So clearly, clearly it's a problem they're used to dealing with. Clearly they see people getting to the point where they can no longer afford to make these payments. And so they have a mechanism set up for that. And when they said, we'll put you through to the, the right department, I thought, oh gosh, they're going to try and persuade me to carry on paying. But I was so wrong. I was so wrong. In every case, the person was understanding. I explained my position. I explained that, look, I'm a couple of months away from losing it all. I, I, I just need to rein in. They were understanding. They were sympathetic. They thanked me for my contributions in the past. And in one or two cases, they, they said to me, well, look, given on the amount of money you've given in the past, you've been able to do this. You've built... I'm, I'm not going to list it because it sounds like I'm bigging myself up. But what it did, it made it clear to me, they actually told me what they'd been able to do with the money that I'd given them. Because up until that point, it was I'd set up a, a direct debit, a direct payment from my bank account. I'd, I'd thought no more about it. But they actually told me what they had been able to do with that money. And that suddenly gave it clarity. It suddenly made it real. And it suddenly showed me the reverse of Tony's situation. It suddenly showed me that, yeah, I have made a difference. And as soon as I'm able to, I'm going to start making that difference again. I'm going to be thinking bigger. I'm going to be going beyond the 40-foot boundary that surrounds this property that I live in. I'm going to look to 
make a difference in people's lives. People's lives I have no way of ever encountering. I don't know that I'll ever meet them. It's highly unlikely. Maybe I have met somebody, but they don't know me. I don't know them. But it gave me that insight that and that determination that I'm going to get back. And I'm going to not only am I going to restart paying that amount to charity, I'm going to make sure that I do more. I'm going to make sure I do so much more because it is making a difference in people's lives. And so the whole reason for me talking about this today is when you're thinking about what it is you want to do, when you're thinking about breaking away from corporate life, Look, I keep saying this every time. There are going to be tough times. There are going to be times, I hope it doesn't get as bad as it did for me, but there are going to be times when you're thinking, gosh, it's it's going backwards and I don't know how to what to do to stop it. But keep in mind, keep at the front of your mind that idea that not only is this going to work out for me uh, and my family and those who I care for, it's also going to allow me to influence the lives of so many other people. It's going to allow me to gain that significance that we all crave. Now, leading on from that, one thing I would say is when you are moving away, it may well be, and I I will talk about this, probably not in the next podcast or even the one after that, but I will talk about this at some stage in the future. Some of the things that you can do to actually ease that movement away from corporate life. And it may be that you take something of a sidestep. It may be that you do something that's not directly linked to your core purpose, but it enables you to work towards it. Does that make sense? So it enables you to to just earn an income while you're figuring out what it is that you want to do and how you're going to do it. So maybe we'll visit some of those in the future. But one thing I would say is don't ever be too proud to investigate opportunities or to even take up opportunities. Don't be too proud. I've told you before on this podcast, shortly after I did nearly lose everything and I was rebuilding, I knew that I needed to free up some time and to earn a bit of cash so that I'd got time to think about where I was going, what I was doing. And I took a job washing the dishes at the local pub. Now, you can't get more menial than that. But here's the thing. One, I wasn't too proud to do it, Not that there's anything for me to feel pride about, but I wasn't too proud to do it. I took the most menial job going. Two, it did what I wanted it to do. It earned me a little bit of cash. Not much, but a little bit of cash, and cash was important at that stage. And three, it gave me the time to think about my business. Because you don't have to concentrate too hard when you're washing dishes, do you? So long as you're doing a good job, and I think I was the best dishwasher that pub has ever had, So long as you're getting the job done, your mind can be elsewhere. You can be thinking about whatever it is you want to be thinking about and be figuring stuff out. And that was fantastic for me. I genuinely didn't care what other people thought. I genuinely didn't care that other people in the village knew that I was washing dishes at the local pub. They weren't paying my bills. They weren't working my journey. So that opinion... Whilst I might value it on other more important things, that opinion about whether it was right for me to be washing dishes in my mid-50s was immaterial. Didn't matter. Didn't affect me at all. So what I'd say to you is don't be too proud to consider any opportunity while you're figuring out what it is you want to do. Obviously, it's got to be legal and it's got to be honest and it's not going to hurt anybody and all that sort of stuff. But 
any legitimate opportunity is exactly that. It's a legitimate opportunity. So don't be too proud. Don't care what other people think about it. Seriously. Look, I'm not telling you to fall out with your family, obviously. But unless they are actively involved in paying your bills, they haven't paid for their right to that opinion as far as I can see it. So don't be too proud to to take up anything. Don't be selfish. See, these are the two things. Don't be selfish. Like Tony was told, don't be selfish and don't be too proud. And throughout all of this, the main message that I want you to take from this is that the main thing, and you'll have heard this before, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Does that make sense? The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. If you're listening to this right now, you know that you want things to change. You might not yet have clarity on how you want them to change, but you want them to change. And you know that you you have a purpose. Again, you might not have figured out what that purpose is yet, but you have a purpose. And you might not have figured out what it is you want to do yet, but you have a purpose. And that's the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing. All the time you're figuring it out, don't ever lose sight on that. Whatever life throws at you, don't ever lose sight of that. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And that is that you're going to work towards living your life on purpose. And along the way, you might have to take a few diversions, but you're still ending up at that ultimate destination. Hope you've enjoyed this. Hope you've enjoyed me stealing Tony Rush's great story. I hope it resonates as much with you as it did with Tony, and then when Tony told me as much as it did with me. And I hope you understand too the need not to be too proud to take anything on. And in all of this, remember, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Thank you so much indeed for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes, subscribe, that way you're not going to miss another episode. While you're there, leave me a review and leave me a bunch of stars as well. Tell me what you like best about this podcast. If you want to talk to me in more detail, you can either hook up on Twitter, at Aussie Air, or if you can't fit your message all into 140 characters, you can always email me, Aussie, that's O-double-Z-Y or O-double-Z-Y, at whensmytime.com. Aussie at whensmytime.com. Tell me what you like about this podcast. Tell me what you don't like about this podcast. Tell me if you hate this podcast. Tell me what I can do to make this podcast better. Tell me what you'd like me to talk about in the future. If you'd like me to talk about different ways that you could consider earning a bit of money while you're figuring out what it is that you want to do ultimately, then I'll do some podcasts on that. I'll talk about some of the things that I've done in the past, some of the things that I've tried, some of the things that I intend trying in the future, maybe. Maybe we could do a a mini-series featuring some of those things. What do you think? Let me know. Drop me an email telling me that. Aussie at whensmytime.com. And while we're talking about whensmytime.com, don't forget to head over there and grab that video that I have for you there. It's about 40 minutes long, and in it, I reveal the top 10 things I've learned since I decided back on August the 12th, 2010, to leave behind the corporate life forever. Thanks so much indeed again for listening. I've been Aussie Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you your time is now. <laughs>